Fix Your Crown podcast. This is a space where all are able to express their actual opinions open and freely on everything from reviews of what's current to working on the inner self. No fear of repercussions, no consequences. A judgment-free zone where all are allowed to be as odd, blessed, trill, or classy as they choose. A place to completely be honest with ourselves about decisions we've made and some of the circumstances that we run into that have crafted us into the marvelous statuous beings that you see before you today. Flaws and all. Man, I'm sorry. Right now. This ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. And, and it's like, like that, that little bitch. bitch. And BB, you yeah, know, see, I don't like that little like bitch. That little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that little bitch. I got that bullshit. Right I bite back, little bitch. Do it. Bite back, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, girls, ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages and colors and creeds and tribes, welcome back. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. How y'all doing? Another <laughs> You know I got that Kanye smile, nigga. You know I got that Kanye smile. What's cracking like in the world? How we doing out there, America? What is up, America world? Um, America. Whoa. Here to give you the latest on what's going on in the streets. All right, now I have to play my role. Sorry, I can't even do that shit. Word. Welcome, boys and girls. How y'all doing, man? Uh, today, I'm not giving y'all the date, because who knows when y'all gonna fucking watch this shit. Uh, but welcome to the 25th episode of the Fix Your Crown podcast. As you can see, there's a couple new faces. You fills me. You fills me. People that's gonna help you get your crown fixed and shit of that nature. You know, I see... Uh, I like mine's in the back. Ooh. With a tilt, with a bit of a tilt, with a bit like of a tilt. Like, like TRP. Yes, yes, mate. I love it. I love it. I love it. There we have TRP is my are my initials. There we have Tamari Rain. In the other corner, wherever she is on your screen, we have Amanda Roscoe. Amanda Roscoe. <laughs> they just started a new rain. restaurant named Roscoe and Rain. Or... <laughs> Roscoe and Rain. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Thank you. That boy be thinking. First of all, they sell chicken and smoothies, bitches. 
My milkshake's <laughs> bring all the boys to the yard. They're wow. like, it's better than yours. You think we can market it if we played it like all day? If we just played that song all day? Um, um, at the restaurant, of course. You don't want. What song? Milkshake. Oh, at the restaurant, oh. we'll be fine, yes. So, at the restaurant, uh, we'll be fine. You guys are gonna learn that sometimes takes our it takes our girl Roscoe just a couple seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the look, Ros- look, just let me live. Just let me live. <laughs> Roscoe is the innocent of the group. Yes, she Thank is. you. Thank you. The, the one that can play never have I ever. Oh whoa. I can't. I can't I guess play never have I ever because I fucking have that's not out here living like we are. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was sinful at one point in life, so hey, probably still sinful in, in some parameters, but fuck it, it's whatever. I just doing what the rock stars told me to do, baby. Amanda is a child of the Lord. A child of God. The Lord. Okay, but I'm gonna drink my wine though. I mean, baby. And the daughter but the Bible of tells you to be fruitful. It tells you to drink to your accomplishments. It's, it's the Bible says. <laughs> so, like, you know, just like the name of my church, maybe I should be saying it. it's Burning Bush. Come on now. Come, the Bible come, on now. come on now. Y'all, I ain't that holy now. I ain't. Come on now. Drink Nobody in the book the is that holy. Okay? Let's just get that. Let's get that nice and clear. Nobody in the book was holy. All right? Not a single one of them was holy. Mm-mm. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. He ain't come to save the righteous, right? He came to save the the sinners or some shit like that. That's what that's what it says. Right? He don't show the saints. He shows up the sinners. Come on, wait, now. hang on, hold up, hold up. In the words of in the words of D Smoke. Pass the blunt like communion. I know we homies, but nigga, Jesus was homies with Judas. I mean. Ooh. Yes, and that was a fire performance, too. And that with that being said. Hustle and flow. I butchered the line. It's supposed to be, I know we friends. I just wanted to play a Guys, breaking news. <laughs> Van Der Esch injured his collarbone. We're looking like shit right now. Um, <laughs> this thing, this cowboy fan over here. What's going on? Baby? What's going on, baby? It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. Hi, Eagles fly. Sam, however you say it, make sure you say it. You know what I'm saying? I can't say nothing. I'm a Jets fan, so. Wait, hang on, because I did. I apologize. My Eagles, my Eagles pride as it should, disrespected. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got the, I got the shit beat out of you by a team with no name. <laughs> Let's go, Pats. But we still. You got Cam. But we still. But we still won that Pat Super Bowl, and that's all that matters. And Nick Foles, the Nick Foles prophecy was accomplished, and that's what I'm happy about. I am proud to say that the Eagles, I have a love-hate relationship with the Eagles. They disappoint me almost every year, but I still fucks with them. And Patrick Cox is my nigga. All right. And to segue off of love-hate relationships, I want to ask y'all how y'all doing, bro. Mentality check. What's going on with y'all? How y'all feel? How is y'all weak? What's going on? What's good? What's new? Who wants to stop? Avery. 
tell them who you tell them who you is and tell them how you feel. I guess we're gonna go uh go ahead and start with me. So once again it's Avery Luke 217, 217, however you say it is make sure you said it. Um but yeah, no, I'm having a I'm having a very blessed week this week. I spent a lot of time this week reflecting on, you know, where I was six months ago, the things I wanted to accomplish six months ago and just looking at the fact that I was able to, you know, pay my rent this week, pay my light bill this week. Little things that, you know, six months ago, I wasn't sure how I was going to be able to do, but I'm in a position now to where, you know, God's made a way and provided me a way to be able to provide for myself. And it's just a really great feeling to know that, you know, yes, I'm getting paid on Friday and they're going to take 90% of my check, but you know what? I work my ass off to make sure that these lights get to go on and, I, I was able to give myself a little treat too. You know, I got this little ring light now so you can see the, the full spectrum of this chocolate because this is a full spectrum of chocolate. You can't really see it. Yes, much. sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. Uh, wow. got, got a little microphone so you can hear me a little bit better. But, um, wow. Know, I picked up a new game, what I'm going to talk to y'all about a little bit later on in the episode. But other than that, baby boy, you know, I'm just getting to it, doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done. You just make a nigga nod me. <laughs> Wow. Hallelujah. Well, hey, Roscoe, how you feeling right now, baby girl? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Nice. Well, I am feeling great. I'm feeling blessed as well. I mean, God is good. My little chicken nugget, my little four-year-old, he knows everything for pre-K and kindergarten. So just been working on that, really, homeschooling, living life. You know, that's all. <laughs> What's that homeschool life like, though? It's stressful. I'll tell you that it's it's stressful only because you, you know, because I kind of have my own curriculum for her. I want her to know everything there is to know before she even gets to kindergarten. And so sometimes I'm like, am I being too tough on her? No, she knows this. She has to know this. So it's only stressful in that aspect that I really just, you know, she's a great kid. I'm trying to be a great mom to her, and that's that's where the stress kind of lies. But other than that, it's pretty it's pretty decent. It's pretty cool. It's nice to know that you can really like help your kid like see things in a different way. I mean, you know, you're the first person. Yeah, you're the first person that your kid is gonna be like, hey, what is mom doing? What is dad yeah. doing? And you're like, hey, this is what I'm doing. You can learn it. Let's get it. <laughs> And they're I look forward sponges. to those days. I look forward to them. I do. I know with my <laughs> son, he definitely follows every little thing I do, like even my facial expressions. Literally. <laughs> well, Miss Rain, how are you? How are you feeling? How is your week? Hi, you what's, what's up? So you know, you know, just just uh <laughs> Let y'all know who I am. My name is Goddess Tamani Rain. Here to shower some wisdom on that throne. Showers. All over the place. (laughs) Um, Sprinkle down, down. Down, down, down. Um, Ring on me. Sorry. Um, I was thinking it. I was thinking it. I'm happy that she sung it. (laughs) She's been slaying me all week. (laughs) So, my week was good my week i can actually say reflectively was very good i got to see my twin 
I got to see um, a lot of people that like I care about, um, made some monies, went out to New York, um, did some open mics on live and whatnot, you know, wrote some new poetry, wrote a new song. You know, I've been very much in my artistic bag lately. Um, today, yes, sir. <laughs> Today was kind of stressful and tiring and draining, but you know, I'm blessed to be breathing. I'm blessed to be in this environment with y'all. And honestly, just like the little bit of time that I've been spending here with y'all already has like kind of been lifting my mood. Um, I was in a I was in a weed coma earlier. <laughs> uh, I think in the past week, everybody here, but nope, nope, she has too. Everybody here in the past week has been in a weed coma. Wait, Roscoe was smoking? Yup, Roscoe was in a weed coma. Yup. Wow. Yep. Yep. Snitching. Wow. Snitching hard body. Wow. Snitching. She said out here talking you about how I'm smoking on my birthday. So you couldn't hop on FaceTime and smoke with the homies? Yo, okay. And I'm actually. Thank you. Thank you. You want to know something? Thank you. <laughs> you couldn't hit the group chat like, yo, guess what? Roscoe. Spark one, light one. <laughs> pass, pass, Roscoe. do it to it. I am hurt because you're talking about some, let's go on a date. Let's do this. You know, my perfect date is chilling in a couch and a comfy blanket with some spliffs and some food. And you going to smoke without me? The disrespect oh, yeah. is at an all-time high. Right, real talk. Niggas could have came through with snacks. I have food it's stamps. It's not an everyday thing. You play. It's you not an everyday yourself. thing. Played yourself. My sister. You broke my heart in the process. Mm -hmm. Played yourself. I might have just played myself. Figure. Played yourself. I gave you Adida and you gave me game. Oh, figures. Well, I hope your experience was one that will be um, remembered and celebrated for years to come, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, All I want to say, right, high, so she probably won't remember it. No, this she won't. How you guys feel. It's all good. How you guys feel? Nah, nah. Don't even, <laughs> don't even, don't even stress it, Roscoe. We night. You know what? This is a perfect chance for me to tell you a little motivation. A problem is just a chance for you to do your best. Duke Ellington. There mm. you go. Take that. Remember yes, the problem. Yes. Remember, hold up, hold up. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, your reaction every to everything. Is what makes everything. Your reaction to everything is what determines what happens next. Okay. You feel okay. Me? I like. I ain't going to no just yet, but mm, mm. no, she did not just whip out the hit. Not rain is forever going to have some sort of an alcoholic <laughs> beverage on <Yeah>. every episode. <laughs> I am not an alcoholic. I, I did not say she was an alcoholic. America. You I merely suggested the presence of alcohol on every episode. And I just wanted to you make sure America understood not to Come make any now. assumptions. <laughs> oh no! Assum assumptions make an ass out of you and me. Tell them. Mm. Tell them. That's exactly right. Mm. You need to stop playing with that bottle. But speaking of playing, <laughs> speaking of playing, um, anybody playing any games this week? Because I'm over here getting it clickety clacking on my side. Um, I don't know if you guys are members of the Xbox community or the PlayStation community. Um. But this game called Wastelander 3 just dropped. And let me tell you, if you're a fan of um, 
CRPG style games, if you're a fan of Fallout specifically, if you're mm-hmm. a fan of XCOM, uh, you're really going to enjoy Wastelanders 3. I mean, clearly, it's the third um, installment in the series. So those who played the previous two are going to be familiar with the game and are, tr- I think, truly going to appreciate a lot of the upgrades that they've made within the overall aesthetic. Um, the character creation, which is one of my favorite parts of any game, I could literally spend hours just getting lost in which beard is the right one, <laughs> which <laughs> what helmet do I want this nigga to be wearing? Like, so it's a lot of fun for people that like to really dive deep into the role playing experience and just let loose, you know what I mean, and just have fun with the character building. Um, Wastelanders three, check that motherfucker out. And besides that, I'm still clicky clacking my ass through Pathfinder Kingmaker. Uh, they've come out with the mm. full edition for the consoles, and I am loving every minute of it. It's buggy as shit, um, like the apartment in the uh, ghetto. But if you can get past the bugs, I promise you that you will appreciate what's um, what's happening in front of you. It's a, it's, it's, it's a fantastic game. It's very, very big. Um, what more do I need to say, man? Check them out. Wasteland, Wasteland, I said Wastelander, excuse me. Wasteland 3 and uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Those are my two games that I'm playing this week, and I'm having a shit ton of fun playing them. That is lit, 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 lit. Um, I have played the first Wastelanders. I am a PlayStation PlayStation. Child, PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation. Um, <laughs> I can tell I'm a from your fucking um, your um, <laughs> your, mushu, your, your mushu purse. <laughs> Where's my mushu purse? PlayStation. <laughs> Thank you. Come it's again. Fire. Fire. It's fire. It's fire. Okay, what you say? Fucking fire. I'm such a weeaboo. Um <laughs> I just can't fit anything in it. But no, no, no. So Wastelanders <laughs> was definitely my game when it first came out, but I fell off of it because of the fact that I was a Fallout child. Like so, I was big on Fallout. So like I had oh, all okay. the entire connection when Fallout 4 came out. I promise you, I was like, I was contemplating whether or not I was like, I was like, should I pay these school funds or? Like, <laughs> I understand because I was working during that time. Should I pay this out. light bill? <laughs> should I pay this light bill? <laughs> like, but um, no joke. So um, I actually have been playing a lot more like, phone games i've been on my um sudoku lately i'm such a grandma i'm such a grandma. that's not a grandma's game i play it too look at look at Ross. <laughs> you <laughs> that didn't help no offense i love you with all grandma. my heart you... like <laughs> roscoe can probably say your mama right Roscoe, do you keep do you keep a, a, a needle and thread in your purse? Because I feel like you could whip out a stitch and fix it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Tell me you don't. Got no, I don't keep no needle and thread. at the bottom I of your purse that. right now. Oh, let's fucking go, Barry. You know you got the strawberry candies in the bottom of your purse right now. Stop playing. Look, I do not. 
I do oh, not. So you, you're a butterscotch. I'm you're a butterscotch. Be the, <laughs> I'm gonna be that like super those. gypsy spiritual like grandma. Those. I mean, I'm if you got sick and gypsy on this spiritual one, grandma, and I'm gonna have sage all the time. Like, mm. <laughs> it's better than sweaty mints. <laughs> but see, you guys are talking about games. All right, what about the TV shows? What you been quarantine watching? Power, Project Power, Project Power, that's my movie. Yes, Everybody. with Jamie Foxx. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm thinking she's talking about You power. thought she was talking about power. I'm like, no, you're talking about power books. This new nigga, no. No, I'm talking about Project Power with Jamie. That movie's everything. Listen, real niggas... Real niggas don't, don't fuck with power. Okay, here. let's let let's let Tamani describe how great of a of a movie Project Power is, and then we'll go back to shitting on Roscoe and let her know why Power is so trash. Go ahead, Tamani. Power is very trash for multiple reasons, but we'll get back to that. Um, the power is not trash, but I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna let you get to your review. Go ahead. All right, because Tommy's girlfriend dies in every season. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> let me let me quiet down real quick and collect myself. Project that Power is, is a great movie because it's talking like like I don't even want to talk about it because if I really talk about it, it's gonna give away the movie. But it's kind of very like it's a somewhat superhuman. Is the acting in it is great. There's a lot of like besides Jamie Foxx, there's a lot of actors that are like you haven't really seen before that like do a hell of a job it's very based around like it's it's a movie for black people most definitely and on top of that it has like music in it like one of the main characters is a little girl who's like actually a rapper it's it's one of those movies that pulls you in it's not just like an action movie but it's like it's action and it's like like really entertaining so it's like you do not get bored at all but it's still like, oh my God, this is emotional and I'm about to cry and oh no, oh no, oh yeah. And it's such a roller coaster. I highly recommend it. And I know it was such a vague explanation, but you guys just have to watch it. I can't give it away. Like, just trust yeah, me. JGL is in that bitch too. Yes, bro. Like, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Good job, um, He played a hell of a role a hell of a role you're gonna love him like um the characters the evil characters you're gonna hate the evil characters but you're also going to love like you're gonna have a love-hate relationship with jamie throughout the entire movie it's like you're not really sure who's the protagonist and who's the antagonist so it's a very damn i think you're telling too much i think you're telling too much and not really because i'm not saying names of who does what you don't know you, you, don't know the main. you just said jamie there's three people. Listen, I want to walk into Jamie being that good. Listen, there's three people on that cover. You don't even know who the main character is. No, I, can't, no I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you from this poster. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I, things are deceiving. Don't believe. Don't believe the cover of every book or movie. In this don't believe in the cover of the book. You gotta turn into the pages. You gotta get a second look. Ooh. So what's your movie, Singing Guy? Wait, wait, you got TV <laughs> real quick. Real oh, what's quick your TV? TV? 
My TV has been the uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra. I know that's not new, but that's some shit that's like, that's nostalgia, plus like being a little bit older and then seeing the new stuff. I also read the um, manga for Legend of Korra. So, yeah. Did so I, I read it? I read beyond what Nickelodeon. I know, no, I tell you, I did the same because I, I, I needed to it. know. I needed to I know Aang's story. I needed to understand what happened afterwards. I so. loved it. I definitely think that um that's something like if you haven't a lot of people don't even know about Legend of Korra. That's kind of the underground version of um that's it's a sequel, so it's very underground um as far as I'm aware. And I think it should be watched as well. Um, but I definitely think you should watch rewatch Avatar and then watch Legend of, of Korra. What's D? What's your movie and tv actually you haven't been talking that much like you've been you've been commenting this nigga quiet this nigga quiet you want a um, podcast nigga ain't no chilling what's my movie <laughs> mm, i'm gonna come back to movie but tv right now is on hbo uh it's called love country right love craft love craft country nigga love Country, nigga. Country, nigga. It's my new favorite show. Like Watchmen was it at first, and then this show came out and was like, "Oh, Watchmen, watch out real quick, because it's all about black people." Yeah, like granted, why? Like you know, love it. Oh, when it's us, and we're being sci-fi-ish, and I like the sci-fi stuff when it involves us, because like, who doesn't as a black? As a little black boy, I'll tell you straight up, every one of us wanted to be a fucking superhero at some point. That's a goddamn fact. Didn't need to be anything spectacular. Just needed a little slight power, a little hint, blood, something. You know, just no, mm, Mm. nigga, I got this. Uh. But then we found out when we grew the fuck up that that's already here, you feel me? We've had it all along. But that's another story. That's another story. I can vouch for Um, black girls and say the same thing. (laughs) Mm. Well, obviously. and then movies, damn. You're gonna take with my black card right now, but the old guard on Netflix, uh, I really appreciate because the black girl That's does come in at the end of the movie and she's like this shit. It. So if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. I won't ruin it for you. Just know that shit get real. I, yeah. Um, yeah, shit get real. If you're not with the blood yeah. and the gore and shit, don't watch it because you're gonna be like, oh my god, it's too much. But once you get past that, niggas die every day, B. I'm just saying. Look, this is America, but Avery, don't catch me slipping now. Your turn, my guy. Tell me what you've been watching. Let me know. Well, uh, if you must know, <laughs> I've been diving back into a show that was. Out several years ago. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, it involves four beautiful black women. Oh, oh, oh um, okay. Uh, a cool yeah. little black guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think the theme song goes a little something like, My girl. Yeah, no, this entire weekend has been dedicated to diving back into the Girlfriend series. But um, outside of my, that... My, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but also real shit, though. Um, I've been watching Chicago PD. Mm. 
I've always wanted to watch Chicago PD, and for whatever reason, it wasn't like the full series wasn't on Hulu for a long time. Like they just had select episodes. It was weird. But nigga got that Amazon, Amazon Prime streaming shit, and they have the full series of Chicago PD. Yes. And you know, it's it's just the show's good. You know, whatever crime show, but I just think it's so interesting. And I guess maybe it's because it's a reflection of reality. But it's always so interesting to see how few black people are cast in roles of power. Mm. Now, I've gotten to a point now where, like, I'm seeing, okay, the commander of police is a black person in this district and, like, other things like that. So, like, that shit's been cool. But even just on, like, uh... so, like, when I first started watching where I'm like, okay, on this task force, on this intelligence task force, you have the main dude who's white. You got his right-hand man who's white. You got young fly nigga in the group who's white. You got the nigga that could run shit if the other nigga wasn't running shit who's a white passing Hispanic. You got the new rookie motherfucker who's white. I so right that. off the bat, you got like five white men just at the forefront of this shit. Then hold you up, got yeah. a white woman. Hold up. Right? Mm-hmm. You got a white woman. Oh, you pulling wait, up? Wait, wait. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> Listen, okay, you got a white woman. You got a white woman. You got the two. <laughs> Starship is a white woman. Look, it's one nigga. It's one person. One. So it's just like. One of us. In Chicago. Maybe, exactly. It's like maybe maybe it's a reflection of what's happening in reality. Like maybe, you know, niggas really don't want to okay. be cops in Chicago. But at the same time, no, I can't. I can't. I just feel like there should be more black people in these spaces man it just doesn't make sense to me that you need like why do you need all these white men why do we need all of them to be white why couldn't one of them be indian or because they need to keep us unemployed i might be oh i might be overstepping bounds today but yeah what you mean you can't see you can't become what you don't see right so yeah that's what i've been watching i've been watching chicago pd and girlfriends. Um, and movies. What have I been watching? What what movie was I really um into? Oh, I just went back and watched the um the Chadwick Boseman movie um, Message from the King. That's uh, good. a good, good movie. Good I was movie. just telling my grandma about that movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, shout out to Chadwick. Yes, R.I.P. That's in paradise. Um, he was a real life hero, like yes, a real was. like hero. Yes, he was. Period. Like, yes, he is. I actually, yes, yes, he is. My fault. I'm not gonna say was. Yes, he is. He is a hero. Is. Going back to how I wrote my oh Roscoe, yes. Okay. What are you watching? What's in, what have you been viewing besides Matlock and Murder She Wrote and Golden Girls? What are you watching? Yo, you have so many jokes. Y'all have so many jokes tonight. Look, Mal, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I come. I come. I've been watching with Love the Island. I come with the pie. I've been watching Love Island. I like that. I like that show. Um, Why? It's basic. Huh? Why? Why? Okay, because it's basically like 10 singles. They get together on an island. Right now, they did a new season in the States, the United States. So they're in Las Vegas. 
And so they're basically just like, you know, talking about love and whatnot and how it is and just how basically trying to find their match. The 30 days on the show that they, that they film in the motherfucker. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, interrupting. It can happen. It can happen. And it's more than 30 days. I think they spend 90 days up there. But either way, I, either way. Then, um, what else have I, I've been watching Power. I'm pretty sure. I love that show. Y'all say whatever you want to. It is moving a little slow, but they got Method Man up there. They Great got actor. Mary J, the queen. And of course they got two uh, Two people, oh. two amazing ass people oh. that are- Yes, oh. and then, you know, Notori Naughton is in jail. It's kind of sad. But she had to do what she had to do for her son. We'll see okay. how this plays out. But anyway, y'all watch Power. Um, and then my favorite movies. I mean, I just watched Remember the Titans again. That's my favorite, favorite movie of all time. I just watched Remember the Titans again with my dad like a couple days ago. Adorable. And then Trolls too. World Tour. Believe it or not, it's actually fairly, um, I don't want to say political, but the way they kind of make things for it to be like a kid movie, when you look at it through adult lenses, it's kind of like they're literally trying to bring, okay, so you know how there are seven continents, boom, but no one lives on Antarctica because people can't live there. So it's so six they strings, say. they gotta find the strings. Hmm? Oh, no. I said so they say, but yeah, proceed, proceed. Right, that's what they say. That's and so there say. are six strings and basically there's this one rocker she's trying to get all the strings from all the other tribes so that they can all be one nation under rock but throughout the whole like movie they're all basically explaining how their differences make them who they are if they were all rock nobody would nobody basically no one would know they're cool or no one would know they're different no one would know that they're amazing you know what i'm saying everybody needs every part of music to make it incredible now mm. Yeah, so it's actually it's actually a very good movie. That's my daughter's favorite movie. So of course I've been watching that. But other than that, um, I've really been chilling. Yeah, that's it. Yo, Trolls World Tour. You guys go check that out. That's a good movie. So you watching Trolls and knitting blankets and making biscuits all at the same time, right? You know, I do it all at the same time. <laughs> It's funny and because my grandmother used to her peoples. And without her people. Hitting joints without her peoples. I'm That's getting sick and tired of it too. All right? We wouldn't call you grandma. That's all I'm saying. Simple. But why oh. but why can't I smoke why can't I not smoke weed? Boom. You sound like no. Hang on, wait. I got like this one. They'll be able okay. to. Wait, 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 wait. I got this one. Before wait, I was... wait. I got this one. Go ahead, wait. G. I got this one. Mandy, baby girl, there ain't nothing wrong with you. Hang on, wait. Let me. I need the bong for this one. Do you know what this is for? <laughs> mm. You know, I forgot my hookah somewhere. Mandy. It broke on me, so I just baby girl. There ain't nothing wrong with you smoking weed. The problem that we have where we feel hurt is that 
you have not smoked in a while and you shared that with us and we weren't supposed you weren't supposed to really smoke and we talking and we really talking you weren't supposed to smoke until these birthday and then you can't even let us know when you had that joint roll to be like hey guys guess what roll one up for the team just so we can resonate with your experience now we feel like a okay. a, a second rate hand job and those are not fun let me tell you especially if the woman <laughs> has ashy hands okay that is disrespectful <laughs> to both myself and my member and we would like a refund look 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 okay how about this how about this i won't smoke again until dean's birthday fair y'all gonna stop bringing this up i'll stop bringing it up when you stop inviting girls over for bridge on saturday evenings <laughs> i'm not even gonna entertain avery tonight <laughs> The rest of the pod. So, <laughs> with that being said, who's been enjoying that new young M young boy never broke again? <laughs> Not me. Not I. Girl, I know good and goddamn well you ain't listening to no NBA young boy. <laughs> Yo. Oh. I like when the youngsters get on the track aggressive like this. Whoa! Oh boy. <laughs> He's laughing at me. He wants to shoot now. Uh oh. So, yeah. Uh, that is NBA Youngboy. Youngboy Never Broke Again. Um. That's what that means. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been wanting to do that. Every time somebody says it, oh, that's, that's what that means. <laughs> never that's broke man. again. <laughs> he said, I refuse to go back to those days of squalor. I will never <laughs> <be> broke again. <laughs> he did it. He did it. So, you know. He's on pace to sell, I believe, um, 110, 110 or one, no, 140, 140K first week sales, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, congrats to him. Um, another big shout out to uh, Big Sean for Detroit 2. That was on pace to do, I believe, 110, or it could be vice versa for those two. Um, but yeah, huge numbers for them first week coming out swinging, especially during this, you know, shitty time. It's I really feel for everybody that's trying to put music out right now during this COVID, like we can't really appreciate music in the way that we did when things were open and people could, you know, really be at the bars and at the club and niggas was riding around and blasting shit from their cars and whatnot. So, you know, I know it's not an easy climate to survive in, but you know, the ones that are built for it are truly, you know, outshining in this very dark time. So kudos to those individuals. Um, 
but yeah. I definitely, um, my song that I have been listening to, okay, so since Lion King on Ice by J. Cole came out, it's been on repeat. I've been diving back into Earth Gang's Mirrorland album, but the new song that has recently come out is SZA um, and who was it, Ty Dolla Sign, I think, yeah. um, Hit Different. Um, I really actually... It, I, it, it's like at, here's my thing Avery I'm gonna be real with you I had the first the, my first reaction to that song was the exact same it was the exact same I listened to it a couple of times more and I kind of felt the vibe I kind of like I, it grew on me I'll say that um but my first reaction was exactly that I was like yeah and all that and then I came then I listened to it again and I was like okay okay um, Big Sean, I actually wasn't really feeling it at first because it's not the Big Sean that I'm used to. And then after I listened to it a couple of times, I was like, actually, uh, he's talking about some real shit and I like the flow switch. So. Yeah, he definitely switched flows a lot on this. On this so, and that's something that I can appreciate from a rapper. I can't stand when niggas just stay in one pocket for the whole shit. Like... Give me, give me some depth. Show me, show me your range. Show me what you can tap into. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you haven't given us a project in some time. Like, you know, let the people see just how much of you know that nigga you really are. Now, since we're talking about That's another music, reason why I like Lion King on Ice. You sleep over there. Yeah, you sound like, like you're dead. Why I like Lion King on Ice. What me? Yeah. Is that the is that the uh, the fresh pack? I need to hear you, sweetheart. You you sound like you're sleeping on me. There's people sleeping in my realm. Respect. I don't want to disturb Namaste nobody. Namaste to them. Namaste. She's getting so sensual and smoothly, though. You know, it's just right, right. So since we're talking about music, do y'all want to talk about that Ashanti foolishness? No Maybe. pun intended. What? What is wrong with that little girl? Thinking she gonna come up and take something from my queen Ashanti in any way, shape, or form and profit from it. Now the fucked up part is she probably done made some money off that motherfucking merchandise. It's it's foolishness. Clearly. Have you guys heard the, 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 the remix, the foolish remix? Have you heard it? Have you seen it? Oh, I think D's just now experiencing it. He put himself on mute like a good fellow. And I think he's participating in the viewing that we've all already partook in or partaken, excuse me. I don't know how you say that shit. Yeah, so I saw it. I already know my thoughts on it. That little <coughs> um, appropriator can just, you know, oh. I don't like the Ashanti appropriation. The Ashanti appropriation is, I'm not. I, I was not okay with it, yo. I shared that immediately. I was just like, I hope Ashanti sues. I hope Ashanti sues her for everything. I don't care if Ashanti's worth millions, billions, trillions, bazillions. I hope she sues. That's just for D. That was just for D. You can keep talking, Miss Rain. That's all I have to say, honestly. I just hope Ashanti sues. I mean, do you think she will, though, or do you think she's going to just look at this whole thing like it's a waste of her time, like, to really drag herself, you know what I'm saying, through the process? 
I feel like it's gonna she's gonna look at it as a way. I feel like for her fans. I also feel like in the words of Erica Badu, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I deserve she I believe that one as a one as an artist, two as a black woman, she deserves her reparations for somebody trying to steal her shit and possibly making money off of it. No, that's a fact though. You can't just run off with somebody's shit like it's yours. Personally for me, uh, y'all hear it here and now. If once I get big and famous, I'm not gonna say if because it's all everything's a manifestation. So once all of my work gets out there and my books are out there and someone tries to actually take my work from me, guess what, y'all? Guess what? I'm suing them for every penny. Every bit of work they put into taking my stuff is coming right back to me. <laughs> because it's just the fact that you tried to steal it and legit. And it's like she tried to, the thing that makes it worse is she tried to come back around and play the victim. Talk yeah, she legit guys. just stole it. It's like, cover, there was no change. Like, it was just like the little like, beat. You didn't give any credit. You didn't give any At credit. All. You said it was my new song. You put merchandise help for You kids bopped like, it. The disrespect. Mm-mm. She didn't get the Had the nerve to take full album art. Look at this. Full album art. Mm-hmm. And look, it, it doesn't say it doesn't say cover on the title. I just want niggas to fully understand this. It does not say cover. And in the credits here, it says Foolish by Danielle Cohn. 2020 oh, all-star music group producer blake brown i don't see anywhere where a tribute was blake brown i bet you he ain't brown girl <laughs> i'm done i'm done with the whole thing i'm done with it oh right that's brown. so aggravating right the, ag- the disrespect and then she had no soul roscoe let's, talk about, let's talk about soul for a second roscoe you you look like you know when the cobbler's done just by the smell I can't smell. Oh, oh that's I forgot true. about that. Oh my God. Oh shit. <laughs> you took it too far, Abe. You took it too you far. Can you can hear the bubble. You can hear the bubble though. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding. America. But Thanks. I really oh. can't smell. Things just got awkward for the first time here. I love here. the energy here. I love the energy. It's not that deep. It's the energy that here is great. Exactly. It's not. That's why it's so great here. Oh, man. Rocking What's next? She got an apple cider vinegar recipe for everything. <laughs> so, what'd you say? <laughs> what'd you say, Tamani? Apple. <laughs> you look like you got an apple cider vinegar recipe for everything. <laughs> That's some it's the love. shirt, y'all. If oh, I would have been in like a little beater or something, I would have like, oh, I'm looking spicy today. It's the shirt, it's the hair, it's all of you. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. We got to we gotta wrap this shit up. Let's go into light nudes, y'all. Because, wow. <laughs> wow. Like, we had a honey culotta, y'all. It was amazing. And I think that everybody should know how to make a honey colada. Hold up. We can at least see a picture of this bitch. What does a honey colada look like? They look good. 
Amazing, y'all. And they taste even better. We we don't. Roscoe, you look like it. Was this shit frozen? And surprisingly, was this shit frozen? <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, cool. I was just had to ask. Oh, I don't see fixture the um other one moving though. So if you're trying to display, it is frozen. Yeah, no, I haven't yet. Oh, wow. I digress. Penny mm. coladas, y'all. They're amazing. Yeah. So you know they have those little, they have those little recipes on um Pinterest and stuff. But I don't follow recipes. I um, I basically just mix ingredients until the ancestors tell me to stop, and okay. it always comes out great. <laughs> but there is a recipe on Pinterest if you would like to. Look it up. Just go on Pinterest. Type in Henny Colada recipe. Go on Google. Type in Henny Colada recipe. But it's really good. It's literally just like a pina colada made with Hennessy. Um, I had it out in. I had one out in New York. Me and my friends went out, and it was like I know, like people like this is like already a big thing that people already get. But it was the first time I had it, and I'm not really a big coconut fan. I'm a huge pineapple fan, but I'm not a big coconut fan, surprisingly. And um yeah, it was great. And it was like this big. Y'all saw the picture. It was like this big. Like this round. I had to like drink it like it was great. I loved it. So that's my light news. Everybody should enjoy a honey colada this weekend or next weekend. Or tomorrow. Since we're talking about light news, anybody invest in Walmart stock? Dun, dun, dun. No, no, God damn it. that was a terrible segue. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you're eating so Again, much. If you was a whammer, I at least somebody made it to the last year. If you was a whammer, okay, you wouldn't be having these issues. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. Listen, it's your first it's your first real episode here. We're not gonna hold it against you. Okay. I'm not asking you to do better. I'm just asking you to be better. <laughs> you know what? She left. She dipped. She quit. I feel like Tamani's trying her hardest not to like be too loud on her end. She's trying not She's to trying laugh. so hard. She's like chilling. She's just like she sound like when we're trying to fuck when you know the parents is above the bedroom and it's like the worst. Shut the fuck. Shut up. So like I really like this album because like it was just like the most beautiful piece, you know what I'm saying? And it did it. Try it over I'm coming for y'all next tonight. I don't give a fuck. Welcome to the pod, motherfucker. Welcome to the pod. This is this is the energy you know, we've been waiting for. Thanks for coming. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have some jokes for y'all next week. Wait on it. We gotta wait a whole week. Yep. This shit is bananas. That means shit. I'm a grandma. Dude, <laughs> we just lost two. We just lost two more niggas to injury, and it's only the fucking third quarter. I think the shit is. Bro, wait, wait, ain't this like the first game of the season? What's going on with y'all? Yes, nigga, we've lost three <laughs> niggas to injury, son. It's cause y'all suck. Yo, eat Guys. my shorts. 
Come on, man. No. <laughs> guys, guys. Y'all lost, have, y'all lost three. Guys, I have, important, I have an important comment. I have a very important comment. That ring light got Avery looking. That ring light got Avery looking like a melted Whopper bar, y'all. I'm, I'm just, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> Straight. This is nothing but milk dud right here, baby. This is all milk dud. So Damn it! That's there, what I was gonna say. So is there apparently gonna be a ranking section in the show now? Cause this what seems like needs to happen. Cause y'all just uh, there, there doesn't need to be a section for that. We not a fucking. Yeah, a syndicated cable show where you have to have a specific 30. No, nigga. You just get shitted on all episode when you do stupid shit. How about all that? All right, Luke Cage. All right, Luke Cage. All right, Luke Cage. I got you. I hear you. I hear you loud. And, I yeah, hear you Luke loud. And, and Luke Cage fucked the shit out of, um, what's her, little, what's her you name? Right. You right. But Throw that thing down. Mm-hmm. They don't oh. call me strong back black for nothing. Believe you when I tell you. <laughs> you know what? What's next? What's next, man? John Henry over here know. keeps going. We we got to move on to the next subject. What's going on? Um, well, it appears that our our dear hated um hated citizen is he even a citizen. We don't know. Send him back to where he's from. Um, the young man by the name of Lanes, first name Tory, his um. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What's that nigga's real name? Oh yeah, Daystar. Daystar. That, that's that nigga's name. That Daystar. 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 This nigga. Oh, I'm sorry. Proceed. I'm my bad. I'm go back. No, it's just you how, know. Just how do you do that to Meg? How do you do that to any woman? Period. Just what did she do that was so threatening to you? That you felt the need to pull out a gun. That—that's what's Wait, astonishing. Before we get there, before we get there, we gotta speak on. We gotta speak on it because there, there's there's more to the. It's so there's so many layers before we get to the med part. Avery, please. I mean, basically, it appears as though people are, you know, despite what. Black Twitter and much of the media would have us believe people are really boycotting Tory's music. Um, they're showing some sort of solidarity and standing with Meg and that his um, streams are seemingly plummeting by upwards to nearly 40%. And at a time when people can't have shows, um, I'm under the impression that streams would be extremely important um, so yeah, it appears as though his actions are starting to have a true negative effect. I'm sure they've already begun, um, behind the scenes, but in ways that we can see tangibly, um, he has been affected by his terrible fucking decision. And, you know, as he hope, should be. Exactly. And I hope it continues to go down and he gets the punishment that he deserves because, you know, it was alleged that he reached out to Meg or someone on Meg's team or what have you and uh, said something to the effect of, yo, my bad, you know, a nigga was drunk, pretty much. Like, those weren't his exact words, but that's the sentiment that was conveyed in the message, right? My bad, you know, niggas be tripping, I was drunk. As if this was something that one could just overlook and bypass. Right. 
he might have been intoxicated. Like, my nigga, you sound fucking wild, bro. So, yeah, I mean, Tory's getting what he's got coming to him, and it's just going to continue to be downhill for him, I think, um, because I don't feel like people are going to easily just let this go. People love Meg far too much, far too much, far too much. Most definitely. Can we also just acknowledge the fact that um, Tory hasn't spoken out this whole time, but he decided to speak out in the time that they listed that the numbers dropped he reached out to Forbes and said how um oh I still have over 150 million listeners on Spotify but has not said anything about the whole situation going on and I think that is absolutely just like that that kind of just worsens the situation like with Mandy, with what Mandy was saying, like, how could you do something like that? And then the extra layer to keep your silence until someone hurts your little Leo pride. Like, and I'm a Leo. I'll come for his ass, right? But still, that, that's just, that Napoleon syndrome is ridiculous. But Mandy, you were saying, like, you you were about to say some real shit. Damn. I mean, yeah, it's just, honestly, it's just, it's, it really sucks when you know somebody was really advocating for our people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what really pissed me off. Like, in addition to the fact that you legit decided to take whatever anger you had out on the close. And then there's no telling if that was if Megan Thee Stallion was the closest woman to him because Kylie Jenner was also in the car. You ain't think to shoot Kylie, dumbass? Don't worry, I'll wait. not in the car. They left Kylie's house. Um, oh. best friend that was in the car they were oh. at Kylie's house and then they were going back to um Meg's um where Meg was staying at the time I think it was details but it was and um in all of that as well Meg ended up um with the whole shooting that happened allegedly there was an argument that had happened in the car and um, Meg decided to leave the argument, um, walk away and Ashley was getting out of the car and walking away from the car. Tori from the back seat pulled a gun out and shot her in both of her feet. Um, and a lot of people are making jokes about this and it's not like it's a light situation, but it's like, that's the back of her feet. Like, that he could have made it so she could never walk again. Like, a centimeter over, he could have shot at her Achilles tendon, you know? Like, anything could have happened. Like, a couple of inches up, he could have made it so she could have lost her life because he could have hit an artery. Like, there's a lot of things exactly. that could have happened from this situation. And the fact that people are even making jokes about it is, like, shows how Black women are so unprotected. It's just, like... It's sickening, I feel like. Let me collect myself because I'm going to get emotional. Um, I feel like I've had conversations with a lot of different people on it. For the most part, I do get a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, like, this is bad, this is sick, this is that, this is this. But I've seen a lot of, like, social media and all this other stuff, even personal conversations where I'm just like, yo, like, do you not see the wrong in it? and like all this other stuff and there's some people who's just like they'll make jokes about it and see the wrong in it and then there's some people who will not see the wrong in it at all and i'm just like how do you not see the wrong in this 
And all of it, mm. all of it is wrong. One, the fact that he shot her. Two, the fact that no matter what was happening, she chose to protect him over herself. That exactly. just shows how strong and how great of a woman she is. She Even is. She said that she cut her yeah. foot in glass. Yeah, Instead and she still chose she to protect shot. him. Yes, and, and, and as black women, we do that consistently. We do that on a day-to-day -day basis, but where are our men when we need them? He, he shot her. He should have been like, look, take me. The liquor's taking me. I don't know what's happening. Boom. I want to ask um, <clears throat> both you ladies a question. When's the last time you felt protected by black men in a moment where you needed protecting? Um, can you recall an incident where you were in need of, you know, someone to step in and people were there for you? Or can you recall the instance and when they weren't there for you? Like speak to um, how that made you feel to have someone either, you know, show up or not show up in those moments. You um, there were many instances for me. Um, I, I, I'll have a couple. I, I have like two things, one for each. There was an instance for me <clears throat> There was an instance for me where I ended up having a situation where I, someone, so my son is half white and I very much advocate for the black community. I'm very black conscious and whatnot. I have no issues really with interracial dating from my experiences, you know, my mindset as far as who I choose to love has changed, but you know, you love who you love, whatever. And, you know, in my experience, I ended up with a half-white child, right? Somebody tried to come at me about my, um, basically denouncing my entire womb, saying, like, your womb is impure because you let a white man taint it, and saying things like, oh, you're, um, basically, and, I, and I'm basically saying things like, how could you be black conscious if you decided to breed with outside of your race and things like that? And I'm just like, you know what? Like, it's sickening that you, it's sickening when people are too woke to protect their own people. And it's just like, at the end of the day, regardless of who I meet with, my child is still black the world will still see my child as a black baby so you can't take that from me and in that instance like i was having that conversation this was actually a conversation online and the person um somebody that i knew that was a mutual friend um hopped in and protected me and basically said what i said before i said it, it was just like you can't announce like her motherhood you can't announce her as a woman for all of this and basically just kind of like told him like it was it was basically on some like your like the narcissism the the audacity to challenge a black woman and say that you're black conscious but yet you're gonna tear a black woman down for the choices that she decides to make in her life and so that was um a really hard situation it was like you know I had that small bit of protection but I did feel like it was like the impact of being insulted that much by a black man and being so um unprotected by one black man and then having someone step in but not to the extent to where it actually pieces out that impact for me it was kind of like 
what do I take? It was like a bittersweet situation. It was just like, all right, there's people, there's those who will protect me, there's those who won't protect me. Unfortunately, I have had more instances where I've been unprotected by Black men. And it comes in many different things where as far as where there is a conversation of someone saying something ignorant or just um, insulting and no one stepping up actually being battered and not the one stepping in and helping things different very uh, a variety of different impacts um and yeah so i haven't had many things where i could say i've been protected by black men you guys recently i love seeing your post specifically avery because you're quick to snap and be on some nah we're not about this here I mean, I'm not for the bullshit, especially in 2020. Like, I just don't have the the, the patience. Um, I don't have the time. You will forever be catching the right one on the wrong day. Um, yeah, I'm just not here for it at all. Like, any sort of slander, any sort of disrespect, especially um, when it's hostile, being aimed at women in my, you know, vicinity, that shit going to get checked. Like... I'm sick of seeing videos get posted of like a man putting his hands on a woman and it's a bunch of niggas standing around just recording shit. Like I'd be damned if I'm going to sit there and allow some shit like that to happen with me being able to ably do something like niggas is wilding out here, but yeah, man. Oh my God. Titan Blake Jarwin might be out for the fucking season with a torn ACL. But yeah, so uh, Amanda, uh, same question. Um, I mean, it's hard sometimes for me to think of like instances where I've been protected by a black man. Like, um, like I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure I'm 25. I'm sure my dad has protected me several times that I don't even know of. You know what I'm saying? But in regards to like instances where I've like been and I feel like sometimes you know the person you're with shouldn't should be more vocal for you and they're not or um I've just been in certain a lot of circumstances where it was like I had to advocate for myself and I've had to handle my own business take care of take care of whatever the problem was I've Shoot, I was in an instance where I took a charge for somebody that I shouldn't have. Of course, it was washed off, but I did because I already knew if they took it as a black man, God God only knows what would happen to him, you know? And then, I mean, the one instance that I can really truly think of is when when I felt like my mental and emotional health was... um, was protected and um it was after the death of my son i uh reconnected with an old friend of mine from college and he just basically was like look you're not gonna be in this apartment by yourself i'm gonna be here with you and that enough you know that alone was like enough for me like and then of course he just exceeded the expectations of that but it was like more of like a mental Thing where I just felt like I was protected in that aspect. Like if I broke down, somebody would be there to be like, look, I got you. Let me hold you real quick. Cause I know you need that. Like, but in a lot of instances, I, 
should I handle my own? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was raised by a strong black queen. She held it down by herself for years and years and years. She's still holding it down. So to me, it's like, look, you can't, I mean, and it would be nice to be like, yeah, you know, if I see another random, you know, person, they're going to look out for me, especially another black man. He's going to look out for me. No, it just don't happen like that. So, and it sucks. It really sucks because, I mean, people just assume you're a person of color. You got this. Like, why is that an assumption? Like, why do we always have to be the strong person? Why can't somebody be strong for us? Who am I going to lean on when I'm too strong? <laughs> like, so it's, I, I can't, that's the only instance I can really think of. And that was like two years ago. So. Yeah. I apologize for, um, we got back into yeah, most of that and it's unfortunate that us as black women have to deal with that and a lot of times we have to rely on each other and I can even say that we a lot of times don't even protect each other you know like as a community I feel like we don't really protect each other and you know you spoke on your mental health being protected and, you know, there's a lot of times where um, one thing that I really want to speak on is the whole with mental health being protected in the Black community is almost non-fucking-existent because, like, we don't protect each other as Black women on Black women. It's like even on top of that, when it comes to anything as far as, like, any actual mental health disorders, bipolar, schizophrenia, anything like that, um, like any kind of addiction, anything like that, like we're already treated like animals. And then like for one, and then if we're, if we have any kind of serious mental health issues, we're treated even worse. And honestly, the reason why I wanted to bring all of that up because like since the beginning of like this show, like the whole, you know, Oh, Daniel Pooh thing has been on my heart. And um, I don't know, I, I, I know you guys like saw the um, story and out in Rochester, New York, there was, uh, I believe he was 40, 45 years old. And apparently he was having a, they, they said that he was having a psychotic PCP attack, right? But for some reason, they chose to lay him down, strip him naked, lay him down on the floor, face down, and put a bag over his head and hold him down. Then bring him to the hospital and tell the and tell the news that he died of a um, angel dust overdose. And what was hidden from um, the reports that is currently being investigated is that he actually died from asphyxiation, which is suffocation, and they're labeling it as homicide. And I just think about it like, you know, people, like white people are so easily like able to go through all of these psychotic spells 
like when it comes to hurting people, when it comes to doing whatever, and just get and get out of and have so many get out of jail free cards. Sorry, I'm stuttering because this is like something that's really hard for me to speak on. But um, yeah, like they just get so many jail out, get out of jail free cards, and then it's just like regardless of whether or not this man was an addict, I I kind kind of have a theory that like that picture that was posted of him d i don't know if you can pull up some pictures of him but that picture that was posted of him that man looked healthy that man looked healthy if we're gonna be real he looked like a healthy mid-40s man and um you know it's not the it wouldn't be the first time if the man was leased you know it wouldn't be the first time if the man was planted you know, if especially if it took days to get an autopsy, if it took days for a report to even come out for them to say that he died of um, that he died of a overdose, it's like I just it's something that I can't wrap my head around to think that they're finding ways to legally lynch us. They're literally finding ways to legally lynch us on every day like look like that picture is terrifying they have a bag over his head what does that what does that do you know you sound exhausted when you talk about this topic and i can relate to that level of exhaustion wholeheartedly Um, it's draining it's extremely draining i mean prior to um you know, us gaining you two lovely, lovely queens as new members of the squad. You know, Dee and I were having uh, lots of conversations about, like almost every day, just about, um, you know, checking in with one another and just talking about how hard it was to sometimes just get through the day after waking up and seeing the crazy shit we see on our timelines. like. It's it's so wild to me that the media has no problem, you know, showing images like that, showing videos like that of people that look like us, and they don't seem to care about the effects that, that has on our minds. And you know, when it's done to our white counterparts, like you don't you don't ever see those. You might hear the story on the news, but you don't see the pictures. You don't you don't see the videos. They don't they don't they don't put push those images on white people in the same way they do to us and it's like when you think about it it's almost like a fucked up deterrent right because maybe in their minds they're like okay if we flood them with these images attached to these stories on the regular then they'll just get so exhausted that they'll just stop reading these stories and they'll just stop thinking about it and then it becomes a non-issue so to speak you know what i mean because if enough people stop caring then you know, it just becomes a non-issue. So it doesn't surprise me that that they did what they did um, at all, to be honest with you, Miss Rain. Um, I'm not, I am no stranger to the, to the, to the ways of the police and how they also easily manipulate the system to get whatever outcome they want. Um, you know, it's been happening since the inception of the police. 
is going to continue to happen for as long as the police remain the entity that they are. Um, it's just sad. It's, 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 it's sad that there's really nowhere for us to feel safe, not in our homes, not at work, not at the mall, not in the movie theater. And it doesn't even matter what age we are. And it doesn't even matter how old we are. Even children, like teenagers, children aren't safe. Our children are not safe. Like, like I remember, Manny, you had to tell us about, um, you shared Dion K, the story about Dion K, the 18-year-old boy who was fatally shot. Like, I want to hear your reaction to that because... I know you are probably just as exhausted as we are, and I definitely want to hear what you first thought about that because you were the first one to share it in the chat and react to it in the chat. And it was something that I had come across on that I couldn't even fathom. Now, when I first saw it, I saw the body cam footage um, that the police released. And so looking at the body cam footage, they, he didn't even meet the profile of the person that they were looking for. But he was 18 years old. Dion K was 18 years old, living in D.C. And he was shot down the street, literally from where my sister currently lives. Um, and so for me, watching it, it and the fact that they released it and it looks like some type of, I don't play shooting games or anything, but the fact that that's, it seemed like they released it to fuck with our minds in a like almost, in an insane psychological way to make mm -hmm. us feel like that's what's supposed to happen. That's what messed me up. And then the, he was 18 years old, y'all, 18. What is his mother feeling? He he can no longer. He's not here. He's not here. He could have. He had so many. He could have had so many goals. He could have done something. He could have been somebody. You know what I'm saying? He he didn't have to be this, and that's what hurts the most about this whole situation. And when I hear. Um, when I hear our people just literally being slaughtered by police, it's, it's literally disgusting. And then, and then the fact that they try to, you know, include the fact that he was carrying a weapon, he was carrying a gun. What about the little Caucasian dude that was out there with a the rifle? Shooting and That's literally killed people. Killed what? people. And exactly, what about him? While yeah, the police were tear gassing him. and rubber bulleting the protesters. <laughs> it's literally, this country just makes me so sick sometimes, y'all. And to think that, I don't, and I can't, that, I can't speak to the plight of being a black man in America. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I know I can't. Um, I've seen my dad experience a lot, and I've seen my brother experience with threats, no matter how you try to shape it, with threats. Born to lose, built to win. Uh, it's my favorite phrase because that's what we are at the end of the day. They, they, that's how they look at us. We're, we're not even supposed to be here. We're not even supposed to be leading the charge of the world to begin with. We're not even supposed to be 
the excellence that we are. And then when they come across us, they're intimidated. They're fucking scared. I'll tell you straight up, I got pulled over Thursday. Thursday, I got pulled over for going for going through a roundabout. And my man said that I didn't come to a complete stop before going around the roundabout. There's a yield sign. He told me I didn't come to a complete stop before going around the roundabout. And that's why he pulled me over. Okay. Now, fuck all that. Ran my plate, ran my license, came back. That part was fine. It was the part that happened next that was fascinating. I went into Panda Express to get the order that I was picking up because I was door dashing. Five black women in the restaurant. All had their phones out. All recording. Just in case. That touched me. That was something different. I hadn't seen that in action before. I see it a lot on the screens, obviously. I see it, uh, I hear about it a lot. Uh, I've been told about it a lot. I see some other women do said things for other men like that, but for it to actually happen in the presence of like, just like, oh, okay, y'all y'all don't get the credit y'all deserve. Uh, if I could revert back to that last uh, conversation, protect black women, yeah, like, because at the end of the day, y'all don't even feel safe enough to tell us half the shit that y'all go through. Like, how could we possibly, you feel me? Then on top of that, we're not even equipped to do so because there ain't no man in our lives to show us how to properly. Like, we got to figure this shit out step by step or we have to rely on y'all to tell us, Ayo, you're slacking here or there because nobody else will, you know? And it, it sucks to to um, have to walk out your door every day knowing that you're carrying that on your back. You're a target, whether you want to be or not. You are a target from the day you were fucking born. And then it's fucking fascinating when you become an adult because you're like, damn, yo, my mom's was spitting this shit to me since I was like, what, three or four. Watch out. If you see them, go the other way. How early were you taught that? It's it's so wild that you say that because I was just um, thinking about that the other day, reflecting on all the conversations my aunt used to have with me when she would try to warn me, like, listen, these white people ain't your friend. Listen, <laughs> these <laughs> these police ain't here for you. Like, so many things she tried to warn me about that I was just, you know, too young to want to believe in and, like, fully accept. Because, you know, you don't want to accept some shit like that that you can't trust you know, white people in general, when you're fucking however young, you you know, eight, nine, ten, well, not eight, but like, well, yeah, nah, for us, it'd be that young. It'd be that young. And then they tell you, like, you know, you can't really trust the niggas in your classroom. And you like, what does that even mean? I can't yes, trust them. Like, we both like gummy that. worms. We both are cool with dinosaurs. Like, why wouldn't I want to be friends with them? But like, punch little Timmy in the mouth and see what happens to you. Mm-hmm. How are you? How what's happening to you at ooh? What's happening to you at West Side if you was the punch little Timmy in the mouth? You're getting escorted out to school, not by your moms though. But if Timmy punches you in the mouth, he's getting three days in school suspension. Come on now. Program from the beginning. Hey. <laughs> from the beginning, y'all. She eighth, man. Avery, what you not here for, my guy? Let the people know 
what you not here for? Because we need something uplifting. What you and me, me may not even be uplifting, but what you not here for and what you here for, my guy. I am not here for. Hmm. <laughs> I am still not here for TikTok. I think it is poisonous. Um, I think it is just a just 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 a tool for pedophiles. It is just a tool for pedos, and you know, in the same way that I think. Oh, in the same way that I'm not here for that Netflix documentary, Cuties. I'm I'm not here for TikTok for those exact for those exact same reasons. Disgusting. Unfortunately, children have phones, and because they have phones, they're doing all sorts of shit on phones. And I'm just I just don't want to be privy to any of it. I don't want to I don't want to be a part of it. Um, What am I here for? I am here for Jimmy Butler taking the Miami Heat to the Eastern Conference playoff finals. That's what I'm here for. That's what the fuck I'm here for. Okay. Okay. Who wants to go next? Tamani, what you here for and not here for, boo? Oh, wait. I think we're not going by the list. My bad. Did I fuck up? Is it, it me don't, next? It don't matter. matter. It don't, it go ahead, Um. So, first of all, I'll talk about what I'm here for first. So what I'm here for is all the little black love, little black babies I've been seeing on my timeline and everything like that. There's been so many like um celebrity like marriages and get togethers and stuff. You wanna know what I'm that what I was low key here for for a little while, just like you know, we were having a conversation about not protecting black women, but I have been seeing a majority of celebrities like um there was a conversation about Offset and Saweetie and like all this other stuff about how they like support each other, like like really support each other and don't like regardless of what they go through in the media, they're not actually like bringing that behind the scenes kind of thing. So that was like something that I like. Um, but that was behind the scenes. I'm seeing like actual beautiful shit now. Um, what I'm not here for is the shade room. I have not been here for them for a really long time. Um, I hate the fact that they literally like take celebrity lives and just make a joke out of it. I hate that they take celebrity lives and just make a joke out of it. The shade room is like trash. Um, because like, for example, with the Meg situation, right after she got off live, they had an entire, her entire hour posted. Right after people get off of live, right after something happens, they just have something posted. They don't have the full story. It's bits and pieces. It's always stuff that's like making assumption, making assumption, and I'm not here for it. All right, Roshka, Roshka, what you not here for, here for? Okay, so what I'm still not here for is that Daniel Cole, what's her name? Danielle Cohen. That, but honestly, cultural appropriation without appreciation, recognition, or uh, just overall gratitude for our people. 
Like, look, baby girl, you wasn't wearing cornrows before you saw somebody else of our pigmentation wearing cornrows. So cut it. Appreciate it. Shout it out. One thing I am here for, though, is, um, which might not be popular, but uh, in regards to educating our white counterparts in regards to our history. You know, just saying, well, uh, black friends don't have to educate their white friends on blah, blah, blah. That's not good enough because maybe they're truly trying to know and they really maybe might not know, even though they might really know. Either way, if you spit your truth, that gives them an opportunity to hear you out and hear your truth and then maybe give you some truth of their own. I ain't going to say nothing, but I would love to have this conversation with you. That's it. And that's that. <laughs> All right. All right. D, what are uh, you here for? What are you right. Here what you for? here for, D? What you not here for? Hmm. What am I not here for? Hmm. Da, da, da. I'm not here for how this whole pedophilia thing has become an open lifestyle. I don't understand how it's out about in the public and shit's still not being done about it. Um, I don't understand how we're allowing this woman uh, involved with Jeffrey Epstein to take the fall for everything just because now, because she's here and that's that. I, I don't, I'm not here for none of that shit. I'm not here for any of the lies that I feel like we're being told at the moment. Not here for it. Um, what I am here for is the black excellence that keeps coming out of nowhere in 2020, even though the year looks fucking destructive. Like we keep producing shit. You want to hear something or here's a crazy thought for you, right? Every funeral, right, that's happened in 2020 or since, like, the past five years even, we can even go 10. Any black funeral, anybody that's been spectacular and black excellence and has passed away, even if they weren't, right, like, maybe maybe they did something for their community or something and they were recognized, they went out in this grand fashion. And that part just keeps fascinating me. It's like, where you keep trying to take us out, but then the whole world knows about us. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like it? Isn't that like crazy when you really think about it, bro? Like, as much as you want this to harm us, it keeps backfiring, and it sucks because this is our fucking plight that we have to carry. This is our cross and shit. But we're, you keep trying, and we keep getting up. We're still here. Come on, bro. That's that's what I'm here for. I'm here for niggas like Cat Williams coming out telling people, hey, yo, y'all got a clown running the country, so y'all might as well listen to this clown tell y'all about yourselves. Right. I'm done. Speaking of black, speaking of black excellence, um, one thing that I think is beautiful is beautiful is how there are celebrity 
icons that are coming out and showing like natural health regimen and whatnot um you know i know janae is one of the more fair skins of our people she's half she's she's half and half but at the end of the day she's still part of it and she always talks about chakra healing and spiritual healing you know erica badu has her own like website full of um health regimen products as well as the fact that Tiana Taylor was promoting home birth and had Erica Badu as her doula and I think that's something that's really important in the black community is understanding things like home birth and natural healing regimen and whatnot especially because of the fact that they the hospitals aren't here for us they be killing us off easily and writing it off as if it's what this symptom or that symptom or they have this or they have that or this was in their family and that was in their family. And, you know, I, I'm definitely here for that as well. If we talk about that Black excellence. You're muted, bro. Yes, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. R.I.P. to the king. He is truly our king. Is this your king? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Shit. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, give me one second. I want to say salutations. Uh, Rihanna Taylor was 26-year-old medical technician murdered by Louisville Metro Police Department. Excuse me. Officers Jonathan, Madeline, Brett Hackinson, and Miles Cosgrove on March 13th, 2020. They entered the wrong home. She was sleeping. They're still free. Arrest uh, murderers. No, we need to do. Arrest the murderers of Brianna Taylor. And on that note, you know, salutations. Uh, thank y'all for showing for showing up and watching and joining <laughs> us for this 25th. Uh, I want to thank our new co-hosts. You well, know, the hostess the with the mostest. It's just wonderful having you here. It's absolutely gratifying. Amen. Hey, Queens, did y'all enjoy your time? Are y'all like comfortable? They're like, yeah, you're like, you know, let the people know. Because this is. Yes. Oscar, are you still recovering from the epic burn I put on thine ass? Shut up, Milk Dud. I'm gonna come for you next week. Just wait on it. Call me Milk Dud like that's <laughs> a delicious treat that many enjoy. <laughs> baby, come on, baby. Come on. You gotta know how to approach this guy. You can't just throw stuff out and think that you're gonna get somewhere. You gotta be strategic. A- Avery looks like Morris Chestnut if he decided to join a date. If he decided to what? <laughs> join a date to remember. Hmm. Damn. I like that. I'm here for that. I want to see that's now I'm getting demo, uh, women from two different demographics. You don't even know what you've just done for my whole entire life. I appreciate you. You've upgraded me. Again, come on, man. You gotta be more strategic with this guy. You gotta be. You're, you're, caught, you're still called a Morris Chestnut. You still, you still gave him that name. Yeah, you still gave him that that. Cause I got up with black and I'm not here to turn you down. I'm just here to play a little bit of bring you down. Pew 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 pew. Shout out to the homies. Shout out to the homies. 
Shout out to the homies. Y'all loved, y'all missed. Y'all loved and y'all missed. All right, well, I just want to say um, good night to everyone. It's been lovely talking with you all, and I can't wait to talk to you guys tomorrow. And yeah, thank it's you been so a pleasure. much with this being here. And um, yeah, um, adios, guys. Oh, Umbrella Academy is my other show. Y'all go watch that shit. That shit is tough. Okay, we'll check this out. We're butchered out. We're butchered out. That's why you my nigga. He got a little shandala on my ass. Boha shwa. Okay. Um, Roscoe? Come Bye, on. Bye, nigga. Adios. Peace. All right, we out, y'all. Love. Love. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Tamani, I think we're the only ones up here. Oh, damn. <laughs>